the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, colors and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world. Welcome to the funniest people I know. I'm George Kaloris, and with me today are my fabulous, funny co-hosts, Alexandria Sweat. Hello. <laughs> and Abigail Williams. Fabulous, funny. I like it. Good yeah, new addition. Yeah, I decided addition. to make it more fun. I love it. Yes. I'm flattered. I agree, Abigail. Like we do each week, we're going to kick off with a round of what's making you laugh. What's making you laugh, Abigail? This week, I'm laughing at a man who lost 30 pounds during Lent by drinking. Oh, Wow. I want that diet. <laughs> Don't we all? Right. Alex, what are you laughing at? I am laughing at masturbation breaks. Whoa. <laughs> yep. Um, You're so bold <laughs> to just say the word masturbation like that. You know, just, just like right out there on the radio, man. Jumping out the window today. Wow. And George, what's making you laugh? I'm laughing at Girls 5 Eva. What? What? Girls 5 Eva. Five ever. Because I saw that. You know what I'm talking about. I don't. I vote to my intrigue, which is with George. What are you guys going to vote with? I'm voting scandalous mm. with Alex. I know what this girl's five ever is, and I'm not today. <laughs> oh, she knows. George, you can fill me in later. Let's okay. go with Alex. Today years old, what I learned about masturbation breaks as a part of work breaks. Are yes. we talking like comparatively to smoke breaks? Yes, Abigail. The Sun magazine posted on May 14th an article titled Self Love. I'm offering my staff 30 minute masturbation breaks every day. It's the only way to relieve their COVID lockdown stress. Only is doing a lot of work there. A boss has said that she offers her employees half an hour of daily masturbation breaks in a bid to relieve COVID lockdown stress. Erica Lust, 44. Lust. No, an, no, there's no way this no, is real. No. Someone out there is lying to us. Erica <laughs> Lust. not real life. Erica Lust, 44, who is an indie adult filmmaker in Barcelona, said she felt it was the only solution to solve their agitation whilst at work. She's an adult filmmaker with last name Lust. That sounds fabricated to me. If it that, wasn't on purpose, then you only have a couple of paths in life with that last name. Kind of like Alicia Keys. She had to play the piano, she right? She had yeah. to play the keys. Yeah, or work at Ace Hardware. According to The Sun... This manager launched the unconventional initiative this month to celebrate Masturbation Month, which I didn't know that. Was, <laughs> I didn't was, know that was a month. Masturbation Month. I got to tell Getting, you, people are coming out of the woodwork with some of these months. Too many. Well, too apparently many there's not enough because every month you've got about 80 things that you're supposed to be celebrating aware and remembering. Of. Man, it's exhausting to be aware of it all, especially Masturbation Month. This just really <laughs> takes the rug out from under my feet here. It is. I knew about Mental Health Awareness Month in May. Maybe it's an M thing. What are we supposed to be aware of? That people do it? Apparently, you have to be aware that people are doing it at work. 
Is that I it, Alex? They need that strict hand-washing policies. Y'all can touch yourselves and leave me out of it. <laughs> this would not work in food service. Mrs. Lust has decided to give her 36 employees the break in an attempt to normalize self-pleasure by making time for it in their daily schedule. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> turned off by this. <laughs> but listen, guys, she noticed that they were agitated and performing with less energy due to the pandemic and thought the best way to help was to offer designated well-being breaks. Get a carrying machine. Are they film crews? Who are these pent-up people that are now free? It's the admin staff, the accountants and the HR people. <laughs> I'm guessing it is her crew. Probably not the actors because they have to, you know, save that for work. It does look like this is a crew because in the pictures. Oh, no, there's holding, pictures? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, whoa. Not, We're not, not that uh, kind let, of show. Let me, <laughs> let me be clear. There's pictures of Erica with her reel and with her plate and that sort of thing. She says, I value my employees, and I know that when they feel good, we do good work. So knowing that there's only one thing that will make everyone feel good, I've set up a private masturbation station for them to enjoy. Whose job is it to clean that room? There's so much wrong with this. I got to draw a line somewhere. This is not OSHA approved. Mm -mm. Employees at the Barcelona-based company, Erica Lust Films. Abigail, stop applying. Oh, yeah. Ha, ha. Pay attention. I'm telling you the story. <laughs> They're now able to take 30 minutes during work hours every day for the sole purpose of masturbation. It seems like they are enjoying this. I'm They're assuming so. If they're doing it properly. <laughs> What's next? Bring your sexual partner to work. It's conjugal like, visit. Conjugal visit, visit yes. break. Okay. <laughs> Yes, that Who's is cleaning that ass. room. Pass. <laughs> the employees have spoken out to talk about the benefits of their new daily break and their experiences of the masturbation station. Kat, who is the head of communications and content at the company, said, picture this, a team of happy employees with their creative juices flowing. <laughs> no, no. I got to rest my case here. I got to be done with this conversation. It's just too much for me. She said a masturbation break at work can result in more focus from your employees, less aggression, more productivity, and better teamwork. Get you a masturbation station. That's what every Walmart in America needs. No, no, it certainly does not. I think we should uh, (laughs) encourage people to do that at Walmart. Walmart's got enough problems. Erica is calling for others to follow in her steps. George, will you do this for your restaurant? Definitely not. Joining us is our very special guest. She's a hilarious actress, writer, director, Coley Campany. How are you doing, Coley? Hey, I'm so good. Thank you for having me. Hi, Coley. It is so pleasant having you on. All of a sudden, I hear birds. I feel relaxed. We were just talking about some supposedly relaxing content, but I Uh uh truly a bird listening station might be relaxing for, I don't know, employees. Coley, you don't know what we're talking about, but I mean, (laughs) Alex, you guys might agree with me there. Out of context, what would you prefer, a bird station or a masturbation station. So. <laughs> oh, is this like listening? 
it's about what would make you feel calmer at work. When Fifty Shades of Grey was whole thing. Oh, no. I remember being at the beach reading that and feeling all kinds of feelings like everyone knows what I'm reading. So I think a masturbation station at work would be too much. So birds for sure. What if you were given a masturbation station at work? A station for you. And just to be clear, Coley, other people will also be using it. Not when you're in there. Not at the same time. But it's shared. It's a shared space. I would probably go to HR. It feels like the wrong thing to do. I completely agree, (laughs) Coley. Mm -hmm. There's so many problems. I imagine there's a sign-up sheet. You better hope you're in the mood at 3.30 on Tuesday like you signed up for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's either a great thing because I think we should be a little more sex positive all around. It just depends on what the context is, I think. Do you have to know that somebody that you know is masturbating in the other room to be sex positive? I think that's my (laughs) question. (laughs) Well, speaking of listening, guys, (laughs) (laughs) I stumbled across a meme on Facebook a couple weeks ago, and I immediately took a screenshot and sent it to George. The meme was by Matt the Ostrich Mitchell. This is what he said. We need a country song about a real small town. No more dirt road stuff. Let's hear about the Pizza Hut that became a tobacco store, but now it's a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> now, right. as someone who grew up in a very small town, I died laughing when I saw that because that is so real. This whole driving on a dirt road, that's not the experience that I had in a small town. It right. was exactly mm-hmm. what I was talking about. I sent that to George and was like, I think we should take this challenge. As we were coming into this week, George said, why don't you do it? Challenge accepted <laughs> and deflected. I have come up with a way to give this man what he wants. I have written him an entire country song about a pizza hut that became a tobacco store, but is now a Mexican restaurant. Oh, my God. So hoping this brings you guys pleasure, please listen in. I'm chilling on this small commode, peeing like Christina at that funeral. Snacking on a bunch of tacos while my cold tears are flowing from my eye holes. Memories came up in the stall tonight, got me sitting missing all them old times. I sat here eating pizza, yeah that's right, with stuffed crust for they sold people ciggies and cigars. Back in the day, Pizza Hut was the place to go. Load the fam up, then hit the road. Bring the coupons, then you give your word. You read all the books, now your pizza's earned. Then it turned into the marble stand, and Daddy felt like he could breathe again. My personal pen pizza dreams were all through, but Daddy kept shopping there, and Mama did too. And all this small town she bought, he bought. Ain't it funny how this used to be a pizza spot? I got something you can't have. You ain't 18. Bad luck, too bad. Then they sold the business here in the South, before I had a chance to get a stick in my mouth. I'm tired of crying, man. Y'all ain't listening to old six and slices as what I'm missing. Oh, yeah. Oh. Sitting here eating tacos at the new Mexican place instead of Pizza Hut. Oh, oh, oh. Keeping it real country. Oh my god, that is so great. That is so funny. (laughs) I told George, this parody is dumb. (laughs) (laughs) The best ones are. I feel like Leanne Rhymes, it's like her perfect comeback song. 
Yeah, I should send this to her and yeah. see if she wants to use it. <laughs> and to Mr. Ostrich. <laughs> right. I thought about messaging. Wish granted, bruh. We are out. definitely Yay. going to be doing that. He needs to hear this. You did a little sing rapping in there. That was a little bit of everything in there. Nice of you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate that. That was great. That was great. I'm glad you took that challenge. <laughs> Holly, I'm really glad that we have you on the show today. I'm so glad to be here. People don't know this, but you were our first guest on this show. You called in and asked for advice on the very first episode. That's right. But we haven't actually had you come on, so I'm glad that you're here. Coley, you are working on a really cool project, and we wanted to have you on to talk about it. Lindsay Dunn was on the show a few weeks ago, and Mm -hmm. you guys are working together on an online sketch show. Is that right? Yeah. I'm really excited. It's such a huge project, and it's just the two of us that are producing it. We've never done anything like this before. We have such an incredible community of comedians and people here in Atlanta that are helping us every step of the way. It's been really beautiful. It's going to be about a 30 minute long film sketch show. So think like Saturday Night Live episode or mm-hmm. Key and Peel or something like that. Seven sketches. I'm really, really excited about it. What gave you all the idea to do this? I have loved Lindsay's writing. She and I were on a sketch team years ago and we did a couple of the pieces that were in a film. One is called Super Sales, which is various Southern women in a Joanne slash Hobby Lobby store. And it's all about <laughs> those sassy saying signs. I want to count how many are in my sister's house in Mississippi. I guarantee you there's 75. No joke. I love the way she wrote that. I messaged her that I wanted to do a sketch show with her. We began talking and we were going to do a live show. But I said I didn't want to do one during COVID because I didn't want to do an outdoor show. Mm-hmm. So we started to work towards that, but then there were some timeline restrictions that wouldn't push us past August. And so we started talking about doing the film sketch project, and we both immediately loved that idea. That's how it became what it is right now. That's awesome. Oh, that's dope. I remember when you guys were on that sketch team together, you did a sketch where y'all had a sword fight. We're doing that one. Oh my God, are you really? I still remember that as one of my favorite sketches I've ever seen. Mine too, I know. That's great. It's like long form sketch too. Everything is so quick. And what I love about these are that it takes a little more time. So a lot of what we've been influenced by for this particular show is the Carol Burnett show or Amy Sedaris Mm -hmm. or... Mm -hmm. Kind of these things that really give you time and breath to work with them and aren't just punchline after punchline. They're very character-y, which both of us. I love that. And it's duo. So it's just the two of us. We will have a couple of sketches that have a few more background people, but it's really just the two of us. That sounds like it's going to be great. I've been having anxiety dreams every night. Uh, yes. Oh, Coley, listen, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I always think it's amazing to just get out there and create something. People yeah. have no idea if they don't do this kind of yeah. work, how much work it takes. Besides mm-hmm. just sitting down in front of a laptop and writing it, there's agonizing over it in the middle of the night. There's yeah. jotting down notes wherever the heck you are, almost getting into accidents because you're like, I yep. got to write this down, but yep. I also got to drive. It's always a work of bravery, and it's something that truly is enjoyed by other people. After this past year, especially, 
I really recognized the need that people have to release. And laughter is such a healthier way to release than drinking to excess or something like that. And mm-hmm. not that that's not a good thing, too. I mean, masturbation, you know, time, masturbation all right. of that. <laughs> We're not going to be doing any of that. I went through a really hard time in life and it was comedy that helped get me through. And so I want to put that out there. It's just a way to boost people's immune systems. That's so dope. When I saw the post where you and Lindsay were sharing this idea with everyone, I've worked with y'all. and I know how awesome and talented you are. I'm excited. We're running a campaign to try to raise the funds for it. It's not that much compared to what something like this would normally cost. Because luckily, we've had so many of the creative crew here in Atlanta. It's touching. It really is how many people Mm. are supporting in so many different ways and especially donating their time and lower cost to help do this. It's humbling. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Well, we can't wait to check it out because you two truly are two of the funniest people we know. And I know that there's no way that this is not going to be hilarious. So we'll keep everybody posted when it's up. Yeah, I appreciate it. It'll be awesome. Holy, we're glad you're with us today. You're going to join us as a judge for today's versus battle. Okay. These are inspired by the versus battles between musicians that were popular last year, but we've taken it up a notch and now we're battling everything. This week, Abigail is the challenger. She's picked the category. What are we battling this week? Today, we are battling one of my favorite things in the world, and that is a theme park. George and I are going head-to-head on which theme park is superior, Disney or Universal Studios. I'm representing Universal Mm. Studios. I'm already the winner, but we'll go through this for formality's sake. It's obvious (laughs) Disney's going to win. It's the king of theme parks. But you've tapped into one of my weaknesses. The last time I was on a Disney property was June 25th, 2009. And I remember it because it was the day Michael Jackson died and I was really drunk at Epcot. Okay. There's a lot to understand. Meanwhile, the last time Abigail went to a theme park was last week. That's right. This is going to reveal much more of how strange I am. But I used to get a season pass by myself and go down to Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure for a couple days alone, stay at an on-site hotel, go to the parks alone every day, and then come home because that's how much I love theme parks, (laughs) specifically (laughs) Universal Studios. Wow. I used to tell people that like I was bragging, and I've learned since that I should probably not tell people that at all. I think it's impressive. For the sake of what we're doing here, I felt like I needed to just throw that out there as a qualifier. Abigail, you do not need to hide your passion for the theme park. I used to work in a theme park. I was a character, oh. and it was very hot and many grueling days. So I appreciate yes. okay. the people that appreciate the theme park. What character I, were you? I cannot disclose that character for integrity and imagination purposes. Wow. But let's just say there was a big old country uh, bird down there that uh, they, they could be kind of racist if you look at it. And, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the irony of a black woman uh, say, say, say that a uh, character is a... Uh, not lost upon me. Huh? Oh, wow. <laughs> For our versus battle today, the categories are best roller coaster ride, best experience Ooh. ride, 
best food, best area, and best on-site hotel. Okay. Best roller coaster ride. What you got, Abigail? I'm going to keep it short and sweet for this first one. The best roller coaster in the world is The Incredible Hulk. 67 miles per hour, one of the fastest launches of any roller coaster out there ever. It's huge. It's green. It's intense. It's wild. I almost always black out on it at least twice. It's incredible. George, what do you have? That ride's cute and all, but... Oh, cute. Ha ha. (laughs) Disney has Expedition Everest in the Animal Kingdom... A hundred million dollar roller coaster was the most expensive roller coaster in the world at the time it was made. Where they wasted their money. You ride a roller coaster to the peak of the tallest mountain on a Disney property through the Himalayas up Mount Everest. At the peak, the track has been destroyed. The ride goes backwards until you fall into a pit and face the Yeti. That is a killer roller coaster. And that's why Disney's better. I went to Disney in August of 2020, and I rode on that very ride. It actively harmed me. The amount of whiplash I got on that thing. I've never been on it, but I saw the YouTube video, and it looked amazing. It is a great concept, and it is a fun ride if you're 12 and have no body weight distributed. In <laughs> but the second you get over 12 pounds, you're in for it. <laughs> A 12-pound or less person should not ride okay. anything. Right. anything. <laughs> All right, judges, who wins best roller coaster, the Hulk or uh, Everest? You guys spoke of safety hazards. And, Abigail, you did mention blacking out on the ride, and you said <laughs> yeah. that as though that is not a safety hazard. I think I, I, because I struggle with vertigo, am one of the few people in the world that probably black out on almost every ride, but... I understand what you're saying here, Alex. But then, George, you lost me by saying that you had not, in fact, rolled this ride <laughs> and just got this from a damn YouTube. It was 4K POV. I'm not doing this, George. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm going to lose every category because I haven't been to Disney in a long ass time. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Coley, what's yeah. your vote? I forgot to listen to Abigail because once she said the Hulk, I was thinking Hulk Hogan, and my <laughs> mind just went down a complete different rabbit hole. That Random. is a mashup. I didn't know I needed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick with Abigail's because I like the imagination journey that I took. The Hulk Hogan was on there. Great. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Yeti. Next category is best experience ride. The experience rides is what Disney's all about. There's the Avatar ride where you feel like you're flying on a pterodactyl. There's my favorite ride, the Tower of Terror, where you go into the Twilight Zone and free fall. But I had to go with the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride. This represents Disney World. They create a ride that's a whole experience. There's a story. You're completely immersed in the Star Wars world the whole time. There's even a mini ride on a shuttle bus with characters on it. Then you get thrown into the middle of a battle between good and evil. This might be the best experience ride man has ever created. I could possibly agree with you, except every time I go to Hollywood Studios, I don't win the damn lottery and can't get on the freaking <laughs> ride. And there's nothing anybody can do to help you. And I have huge beef with that. I can't wait in line for 12 hours on my own dime to get on this <laughs> ride. That, after I spent all this money to get here for this one ride, 
is outrageous. But I've that's heard how great popular things. it is. I've heard great things about it. I know. loved it when I wrote it the other yeah, I'm day. Sure, I'm sure it was the best thing you ever <laughs> it was wrote. It's a thrilling experience <laughs> I've had personally. In the same vein as Rise of the Resistance, in which I suspect that they stole a lot from the ride I'm about to mention, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey in Harry Potter World is one of the most immersive, incredible experiences involving 3D animation and a flying contraption. So it takes Avatar and Rise of the Resistance and it kind of puts it all together. What you've got is a flying carriage. Throughout this ride, you go in between live-action terrors like spiders and dementors and this huge whomping willow. You also get to, in 3D World, play Quidditch, fly around Hogwarts, and you almost get fire breathe riding your face by a dragon. Did I mention you fly? Guys, it's soaring, but it's everything it ever really could be. It's like the best of all the worlds put together. That sounds pretty great, actually. I would love to actually compare it to Rise of the Resistance if I could get on that dang ride. I'm jealous of anybody who's been on Rise. We should get you a press pass, see if we can get you on there as a representative of the media on Funniest People I Know. That would be great. I would take whatever route I could (laughs) try the dang ride. Word has to have a template for that. I will make you a present. <laughs> Thank you. Perfect. Great. All right. Judges, which is the better ride experience? Coley, you want to go first on this one? It this is. is really, really hard because I am a huge Harry Potter fan. I knew that if Harry Potter came up, I was immediately going to be on the Harry Potter team. But my nephew is the most massive Star Wars fan to be the generous aunt that I am. I'm going to go with Star Wars for him in honor of him. Do you hear those ambulances? What that means is you made the wrong choice. (laughs) Don't badger the judges. (laughs) This is so hard. And as a person who has dabbled into each franchise, I like the idea of the game footage. And I'm going to go with Harry Potter. Round two is a draw. All right. Draw next. All right. Best food. All right. This is a tricky one because I'm going to be honest. I do feel that both parks represent some great cuisine, no doubt. But the thing about Universal Studios is we've got CityWalk. We've got some world-renowned restaurants available there. Yeah, like Margaritaville. We have Voodoo Donuts, the Toothsome Chocolate Emporium, Cowfish, Antojitos, Mythos, which is one of the world's top-rated theme park restaurants. But that doesn't even mention the Leaky Cauldron or the Three Broomsticks, which are located in, you guessed it, Harry Potter World. These restaurants specifically boast of delicious English food fare, including (laughs) fish and chips, shepherd's pie. You could have a traditional English breakfast or porridge in the mornings. You could have an assortment of pasties. You can have butterbeer, hot or cold, pumpkin fizz, pumpkin Mm. juice. You can have this drink called gilly water, which is a vibrantly colored bubble tea concoction. You can't beat that. Fortescue's ice cream, myriad of ice cream flavors to choose from, donuts in Simpson land that are literally the size of your face. It is a no-brainer. Universal Studios has the best game when it comes to food. You're going to have to stack up all the restaurants at Universal Studios against my one choice. Tutto Italia Ristorante in the Italian section of Epcot is one of the best restaurants I have ever been to in my entire life. Best Italian food I have had here or in Italy. 
fresh-made, delicate pastas, Italian cooks, Italian servers, an immersive experience. You get into your car, you go on the highway, and you're in Italy for the night. It was the best dining experience of my life. And at the end, the wonderful servers offered me complimentary shot of limoncello, which I took mm. and then said, you're a lovely mm. people, but your cocktail tastes like pledge. The furniture cleaner. Oh, delightful. <laughs> you had the best meal in your life, and then you insulted these poor I people. I insulted right at these the end. lovely nice. people at the end of it, and it was an amazing experience. Just saying, better than donuts as big as your face, as hard as that is to admit. Mm. All right, guys, what sounds better? All the food at Universal Studios or the best Italian food in the world? George, you got me with this Italian restaurant. I love Italian food. Mm. Don't have the limoncello. Uh, it's terrible. Oh, I mean, authentically yeah. terrible. It's terrible in Italy, too. Oh, well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. I had to go with George and the Italian experience in Epcot. This is another hard one. You really had me at donuts the size of my face. That is, (laughs) did I mention it's pink with sprinkles? I mean, it's it's a strawberry. It actually is delicious. Yes. I thought when I bought it, it'll probably be a terrible donut. It actually is one of the best donuts I've ever had. And it took me days to eat. There's also voodoo donuts, which is one of the top donut places in the nation. This is difficult. But then he talked about the best Italian he's ever had. And George is a restaurateur, so I was going to go with George. Because I don't own 90 restaurants. You think I don't know what food tastes good? (laughs) Right. I feel like he's the expert, so I'm going to go with that. That's a painful loss for me. Alex, I could understand. That one hit a little harder. (laughs) We got a point for Disney and a point for Universal. Best area. I'm going back to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney World. This is amazing. It's just a modern marvel of what we can achieve in the theme park realm with technology, with creativity. When I got COVID, I watched the whole documentary on how this was made, and it is fascinating. They created a whole planet called Batu. It has a small town feel with shops and restaurants and rides you can get on the Millennium Falcon. Time Magazine called it one of the world's greatest places, and it even has its own theme song by John Williams. All right, what you got, Abigail? I feel a little bit like you stole something from me in your descriptions here because I specifically mentioned John Williams to you when we were talking about this very battle. Do you remember that? No, I don't, but that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say these two words, Harry Potter. The music alone makes the stroll through Harry Potter world the most magical place on earth. Who could resist any area that's blasting John Williams music all day? And the beauty is that as we progress out of this magical Harry Potter world, we walk straight into, you guessed it, Jurassic Park. I could go on waxing eloquent about the Hogwarts Express, the Cartoon Islands, all of these places that have all these amazing immersive experiences, but I believe that John Williams being in so many different places at Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure is what really takes the cake here. John Williams being on both worlds neutralizes that point, and Star Wars World has holograms of celebrities like Daisy Ridley. I don't care about celebrities because I'm in it for the reality of the characters. All right, judges, which is the better area, Harry Potter World or Star Wars World? I don't know who this John Williams guy is. What? 
he sounds like he has done so many things. I think he's won more Oscars for best soundtrack. Like he sounds so awesome. But what I will say is that Harry Potter will shoot whatever movie I watch. And then Jurassic Park always been my. Sh- I'm going with Abigail. Thank you, Alex. I think John Williams is related to you, right, Abigail? Yeah, he's my great uncle. <laughs> Nepotism. He taught me how to play the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta use what you need to, George. <laughs> Since us picked Star Wars before, I'm gonna pick Harry Potter. <laughs> Thank you, Emily. Right. Wow. Okay, wow. good choice. Okay. Best on site hotel. Okay. Speaking of Italy, Portofino Bay is one of the resorts for Universal Studios. It's an on-site hotel, obviously, and it is basically a miniature replica of Italy. Now, I, too, have been to Italy, and I will say this resort is charming. You've got Italy indoors and outdoors. Inside, you have a replica of a village that you walk through. It is beautiful. Their restaurants are some of the top rated in the world for Italian food. And guys, in their swimming pool, they've got all this bougie, crazy stuff. They've got a huge-ass slide. They've got music playing underwater. You take a stroll into the pool like you're at the beach. You take a little boat to get there. You can take a boat to the theme parks. But I got to tell you, it's so expensive. The only way I ever stayed there was when I was nannying for a family. So I doubt I'll ever be able to go back. But it was, (laughs) in fact... The best experience I've ever had at any resort. That sounds awesome. But the best on-site resort for a theme park, I know, is not the Grand Floridian where that kid got eaten by that crocodile. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) But rather... I cannot talk about that story. Oh, my God. The Polynesian Village Resort, which is a Polynesian paradise, an island oasis, Everyone's wearing lays when they arrive. There's a lagoon pool with a water slide. There's hot tubs and Mai Tais and pineapples and Moana tie-ins. This is a vacation resort where you can really chill and unwind from your theme park days and feel like you're on the islands and then go back to the hell of the lines the next day. The man just described the theme park he's advocating as hell (laughs) we all know So we're all on the same let's let's be real i can't imagine a better more relaxing resort than the polynesian village all All right right, judges it's in your hands oh my gosh coley i'd want to know if this family is still looking for a nanny (laughs) i know right this is challenging because i feel like if i'm gonna take a vacation though i'm gonna go with georgia's Bad right. choice, Coley. <laughs> you were such mm-hmm. a bad person. choice. Yeah. I'll tell you this. It's a like... replica of Portofino Bay in Italy. Did I say that? I know, but hey. I think I would rather be in Italy. I think I would just feel frustrated the whole time. I'm with you. Mm. Okay, George, mm. you want to feel like you're in a Polynesian yeah. place. <laughs> Do you know how far it is to go to it's Polynesia? far, yeah. All right, Alex, I'm coming back to you here, and I'm just praying for the best. I hope you have a great honeymoon at Disney, but you don't have to vote for it. But if you vote my uh, way, I'll buy you a night at the Polynesian. And if well, I were you, I would vote for George. Damn. I'm for real. Wow. I, for whatever reason, obsessed with those gondola boats. Yes. That idea of this Italian. Like, it sounded oh. so cheesy. I love it. No, and Alex, fun. I love it. Oh. My first versus battle, and I am sweating, but I'm so glad I took it in the end. All right. Universal <laughs> somehow wins. As <laughs> it's kind of a miracle, but I'm proud of that. They should pay me money for what they, I just did. They owe you. 
They owe you big. Big. Well, thank you, judges. Yes. Flawed as you may be, we appreciate your input. (laughs) Next versus challenge, Alexandria is coming in to challenge Abigail and picking the categories. This has been another episode of Funniest People I Know. Thank you so much, Coley, for joining us today. Coley, where can people go if they want to support you and follow you on Lindsay's show? Lindsay is not on social media. You can follow me on Instagram, Coley Campany, C-O-L-E-Y-C-A-M-P-A-N-Y. We'll definitely be continuing to show some behind the scenes. Again, we have this campaign that we're doing to raise funds. So all that information is there. When we have it all finished, we'll be directing people how to see it. Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing that. Yeah. Thank you yeah, for joining us. Wait. We record for the Georgia Radio Reading Service. Thank you to producer Jane Boynton, who edits the show. Thank you, Jane. If you enjoy the show, please review, like, subscribe, and share it with a friend. We're available on every service, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, and Pandora. You can email us at funniestpeopleiknow at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at funniestpeopleiknow. Have a hilarious week. Bye. These are the funniest. Thank you.